Today, I'm delighted to welcome the team from Solimtech, one of Caspio's key partners. Hi, Fernando. Hi, Kelly. Thank you for joining this edition of Caspio's low-code high-impact series. So why not start us off and please introduce yourselves and share with everyone a little bit about your background. Hello, Paul. Thank you for having us. Um, maybe I can start. Uh, I am passionate about leading teams to innovate software solutions. I hold a degree in systems engineering and a master's in project management uh, with a career spanning over 15 years in the software development industry. I have the opportunity to wear many hats and evolve uh, alongside the technology landscape. Mm, in recent years, I specialized in agile methodologies, leading teams in adopting and adapting agile principles and to enhance productivity, adaptability, and customer satisfaction. Currently, I'm serving as a senior Scrum Master at Soluntech. Soluntech is a software development company with 11 years of experience. Um, and we turn ideas into software uh, the fast, easy, and better way with our unique everyday approach, a delivery that enables quick feedback, easy changes, and efficient scaling. Great, thanks, Kelly. Uh, thanks, Paul, for having us. Um, and I'm Fernando Ines, I'm the CEO of the company. And I'm not a typical industry insider, I'm much an outsider. I was working during a decade in human rights and education topics um, as a manager. But four years ago, I started at Solentech and the experience has been working in handling projects, accounts, and developing the company. So my the biggest insight that I can take from how, how we matched, uh, it was because I found a, a report in 20, 2020. And the report they used, that was the first time I, I read the sentence citizen developer, which makes a lot of sense now for me uh, because we didn't know that that word exists, like to define the people that use the local platforms and the appropriate inside companies or outside companies, because as you, you all know, the low code, it's not a solution designed for a company. It's something that harnesses the opportunity to solve the lack of resources in the sector. So for me, that was like my first encounter with uh, with Casper before uh, becoming partners. Now, thank you for sharing that, uh, Fernando. I, just looking at the history, um, Solintech's been a partner now for, I think, around two years. Can you remember why you were interested in working with Caspio? What drove you to us? So... As I mentioned before, the um, inform that was shared in the 2020 was like um, the spark. Then we looked for Caspio and we checked that they have um, a partnership program. And when we checked the partnership, we found like some some of the, the things that, that make us uh, think that it was a, a great partnership was first, uh, there was a certification and why certification is important? You will say, hey, it's not important. The things that in, in this environment, it, it's normal to find people that's, that say that they know how to use a platform and they can deliver it, but there's no uh, formality that allows you to check if if they're if they're real really um, skilled for the task. And that was one thing. But the other one is that they offer you offer uh, 
really broad option of study cases that match with our experience with local. Like one thing that for us was uh, really impressive is that um, in other platforms, didn't allow the use the the owner um, to split the database access and the development process. In other words, the developer has full access. So one thing that uh, make Caspio apart is that you can offer um, a HIPAA compliance environment that protect the data. And that was some of, uh, of the things they can recall. But I think that the most important at that moment was the, the possibility of find a partner that was talking to the industry and also offering different solutions that were in that moment available. Yeah, no, thank you. So I'm just thinking about kind of the current landscape right now is that there's a lot of new technologies that are coming out, a lot of focus on AI. How do you see low-code fitting into this landscape? I believe low-code holds an, a significant place in today's technological landscape with uh, the advent of technologies like ML and AI. Uh, the need for quick and efficient solutions is more pressing than ever. Low-code enables rapid iteration and, uh, their, and rapid delivery, providing a solid foundation to integrate advanced technologies and meet the evolving market needs. Also can aid uh, in decision-making and improve user experience. Yeah, no, thank you, Kelly. And I was just thinking about Saloon Tech and what your focus is as, as a partner, really. Is it, um, is it low code or is it custom software or is it both? In Southern Tech, uh, we advocate for a balanced approach. Okay. Uh, we engage in both low-code development and custom software development. This duality allows us to be flexible and adapt to the specific needs of our clients, deliver and tailor solutions that maximize value and efficiency. No, it's well, um, it's in, go, well, Fernando. I would like to add something else related with both questions, with the yeah. last two questions. First of all, in general, the landscape, one thing that it's really difficult to know is that how, how we'll enable the technology for our clients. So yeah. right now, all the solutions are already there, right? But the yeah. question is how you evangelize your clients that they take the solutions. Um, as you may know, most of the IT projects fails. That's a truth. Yeah. But when you use low code with those uh, technologies that you mentioned, like uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, uh, the question is not how this fits, it's how you evangelize these technologies. Because point. at the end of the day, absolutely, the low code solutions are already there and solve the problem that people it's looking for. Um, they are not to be based on paper anymore, but they, they use it still. <laughs> and in other cases, they are, they are overwhelmed with uh, Excel files. And, and still, there are much better solutions there. They didn't take it. The question is why? We don't know why even the solutions are already there. Mm -hmm. They are not taking that path. And that's where, where we have to work. It's not only um, say that local solutions are there, it's how we teach our clients, our community, that there is a solution 
that it's cheaper, that it's faster, and what it's better, enable them to become a builder, a creator. And, and in that part, that's what I, I feel that a platform like Caspio give a great chance because it's not only target, the target, it's not only business or big organizations, it can cover like all that spectrum, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really good point, Fernando, because I speak to a lot of customers on a daily basis, and we've got customers that are Fortune 100 customers right down to small startups and everything in between. And what I find is talking to them, some of these small startups are really technically minded, and they go off and they, they build their low-code application themselves. Then we've got some in the middle, with some mid-sized companies where they're looking that are not technically minded. They want support with our professional services team, for example. So I think working with partners like you that have got the experience, that have got a proven track rate, track record really does help those type of customers when they're looking for the support. Um, and I think you're right. I think the landscape is really around where does low-code fit into this and where does it make these other new technologies come out? How does that enhance low code as well. So I think it's an interesting time where we are right now. Definitely. So I know we've got, um, we usually get quite a lot of new viewers and listeners that joining um, this podcast and YouTube video series. So just for those people that are new, how would you describe um, low code and custom software? Sure. The fundamental difference lies in the level of customization and control. Yeah. While low code development offers platforms that facilitate application creation through graphic graphical uh, configuration, custom development involves coding from scratch, allowing for deeper customization and optimization. Both have their place depending on the complexity and specific requirements of the project. Yeah. Fernando, anything else from your side? Yes. For me, when we're looking to low-code or no-code solutions, comparing with custom solutions, um, the assessment should be between flexibility, autonomy, and scalability. So if at the end, of course, and budget, because it's not the same when you want to start and validate a business idea. Yeah. And if you can move forward, move faster, you will take the low-code uh, approach. Just to give you an example, during the same time we were developing one uh, app from scratch uh, in a mobile environment, at the same time we deliver 20 or 30 projects in local. That makes a huge difference because in one scenario, what you have is you have to keep a big team of four or five people uh, in the other side, in the low-code approach, you have a single developer and, and a project manager that it's taking the, the requirements. And the, the relation is quite different because uh, just to, to understand this in, in a better way, you can, if the client want to learn, they have the chance to be part of the, of the process. But on the other hand, you want asked to, hey, learn, how about it learned um, Swift and how to deploy it and all the stuff that I related with. Yeah. Low code, take care of all this stuff. And at the end of the day, you don't have to need a DevOps, a front end, a backend. Everything simplifies. And that simplifies also the communication because it's not the same work with two or three people and the client. 
that work with five people. That's and and to be honest, that's the much on rate complexity communication in the team. So for me, the decision, as Kelly already said, it's about like what is the necessity. But for us, it will be like our first approach. If definitely what the client needs is speed, validate an idea, and move forward. Because sometimes the client, he does, he's not like, uh, he didn't have like the perfect idea and roadmap. It's figure out how the program evolve. So when you have a, a low budget or at least not too big, that allow you to harness your opportunities in the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good feedback. So this is one f- um, question is for you, Kelly. I know you've been a Scrum master, so it's really around what's the difference between Scrum and um, Kanban Agile methodologies? Certainly. Scrum and Kanban are both Agile methodologies that are used to manage and organize work, typically in software development projects. However, they have different approaches and principles. Scrum is more prescriptive with defining roles, ceremonies, artifacts, and works well when we need a more structured environment. It's suitable for projects with stable priorities that require a steady, sustainable pace. And Kanban is more flexible and adaptive, uh, focusing on visualizing work, managing flow, and balancing demand against throughput. And it's suitable for environments where priorities can change rapidly and swift adaptation is essential. In practice, some teams also use a combination of both Scrumban to leverage the strength of each approach according to their specific context uh, and needs. Yeah, thank you for explaining that. I think some of our newer viewers and um, listeners probably don't know what the difference is. So thank you for explaining that. It makes complete sense. Um, I suppose really just kind of wrapping this up a little bit, what advice would you give to people that are considering um, looking at low code? What would you say to them? When it comes to scalability and future-proofing software solutions, um, companies should consider project complexity customization requirements, and available resources. While low-code might be ideal for less complex projects and when a quick solution is needed, custom development might be more suitable for more integrated and specific systems. Yeah. Anything from your side, Fernando? Yes. One thing that um, I would like to repeat is that low-code solutions allow you to to embrace changes faster, Yeah. right? Because the the market reality is that there's not enough engineers, um, senior engineers that will tackle your project. The truth is that there is a lack of talent in this industry that when you have to choose, you have to think about the long-term, like uh, how, how savvy, how much savvy I'm about this, the sector, the industry. So if definitely you are not as savvy as, as the, this industry requires, it's much better to select a low-code or no-code solution that will give you better chances. 
So my 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 recommendation is that assess your your skills, and once you have that assessment, you can uh, do better choices because. Um, even though you will get all the autonomy you want with custom code and building from scratch, at the same time, you have to eat all the risk that is that comes with it. Makes complete sense. So really, last question from me then is if we've got um, companies that are thinking of working with Solentech, how can you help them achieve their goals um, faster? What does Solentech do for them? In the last years, what we have done in uh, to achieve these faster solutions, it's first we try to to deliver the minimal viable product, and with that approach, that agile approach, what we are looking for is that they can validate as faster as possible their ideas. So we don't expect um, that the projects takes month uh, to deliver value. We try to use what is already there. We don't want to create, reinvent the wheel. What we what we used to do is that we harness all the solutions that are available to achieve the the, the business goals. We don't think that 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 the correct approach is like offer um, a comprehensive solution that they will need at the beginning. We believe that they need to start and test and validate the ideas in the market and move forward. And, and the way we have do this through the last 11 years is that first we, we do an assessment over their needs in terms of, hey, if this can be built with low code, so low code first. If it's not, because we don't see that this doesn't match with your roadmap and your goals, then we take the custom approach. That's our philosophy. We don't want to bring Ben the world, as I said before. Yeah. No. Well, Fernando and Kelly, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being a preferred Caspio partner. We really do appreciate that. Um, and we'll talk again very soon. Thank you, Paul. Have a great Bye. day. To get more information about our low-code platform, please visit caspio.com and visit our YouTube channel to learn more. Bye for now.